Hello and welcome to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana and today we are joined with Kevin Willette of Friends with Kevin. Now networking is like the foundation of any business, especially small businesses. When you just start your business, you need to be exposed to the market, you need to get out there and people don't even know who you are. They can't buy yourself if they don't even know who you are. So we're, I brought Kevin onto the show who does this so well. His entire business is built around networking, getting to know people, um, just getting himself in a position where he can put people in front of you. So again, I want to thank you guys for watching. Stay tuned. Let's talk a little bit about your past, kind of what led to where you are now. So honestly, so um, I realized, so what happened, I'm working in the bank, and as my co-worker said, I have that face that people talk to. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people come to my office, this is going back seven, eight years ago, I'm scared, you know, this recession's killing me, my business is off, you know, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to lose everything. And I'm sitting there going, well, of course, that's, that's tough, man, it's tough. And then... One day I'm just sitting there going, you know you're supposed to help these people, right? I didn't know how and why and why I was getting this calling, but I'm like, why don't we just start bringing people together? You know, and it was casual, it was once a month, and it was all over the place, to be honest. You know, some months I'd have 20 people, some months I'd have two. And I was about to give up on it, and one of my friends is like, hey, why don't you do the events at night? I'm like, well, there's other models doing that. But he's like, just do it. So we, we hosted our first night event, we had like 15 people show up. And how it started, it was a little bit different. I was focusing on hosting the events at nonprofits. Because one of our first events was at a place called the Low Wish Project, and they collect furniture and give it to needy families. And my friends come in and they're all doing this. I'm like, Chris, what are you looking at? Dude, why is there so many couches here? I'm like, it's a furniture house my brother. They collect my, oh man, we thought it was make a wish for dying kids. And we all chuckled, but I'm like, this is, there's something here to this. So, you know, I want to raise awareness of nonprofits. There's so many great causes that no one knows about. You know, you hear, oh, like, I didn't even know they existed. And, well, they've only been in business 50 years. So, yeah, they're relatively new. So we, we, that's how we started. We would just do all the events at nonprofits. But then a lot of them were small, you know, not much bigger than this room. And you're like, okay, I can't put 30 people in there. So we moved on to other spaces and stuff. But, you know, we, it was really to kind of, you know, just find a way to connect people and to try to, you know, help out some of the nonprofits and stuff. And then it just kind of took a life of its own where it just it became more and more time consuming. And next thing I knew, you know, I'd started a business out of it. And I was friends with Kevin. And then three years ago, um, we started New England B2B, focusing more on the commercial. Because what was happening, Chris, is there were so many people coming out to the events and um, they, they were really looking for business to business. So I always blame this one guy. He sells accounting software, costs 25000 Comes out, hey, I heard you're the networking guy. I want to talk to you. Um, I sell accounting software, costs 25000 Who should I talk to? I smile and go, I got chicken wings over there, man. And he was like, uh, this wasn't the question. I'm like, well, you know, everyone here is basically small business owners, you know. Go have a couple wings. Give me a few minutes to look around the room. Give it some thought. But for the most part... Most of my friends don't even know what QuickBooks is, never mind, you know, $25,000. But so what happened, Chris, is I just felt that, you know, hey, I'm turning people away because I'm like, Chris, you can come to an event whenever you want, but your target market's not here. So I'm like, you know what, I, I see an opportunity for business-to-business focused. And so we started New England B2B, and um, that's kind of taken a life of its own. It's, it's only 10 people. It is exclusive per event, so it's, you know, it doesn't conflict with anything else you're doing because you're not joining a chapter or anything. And it's, you know, hey, you want to come? You have to be one of 10 people. It's a $20 fee to come, and you know, it would be the first one in your profession. So why I'm finding it works is the flexibility of it. So you can look and say, hey, you know, I can come this month, or no, I can't come for the next two months. That's okay, just you know, sign up when you can, or if you want to go try a different area, you know, come to a different area. And I've, my, my dream is it's me and the host, you know, the left side, the four people on the left have been before, and the four people on the right haven't been. So that way, hey, I get to meet you again, Chris, and build that relationship, but we put in some new relationships. The feeder comes $20, and like I said, um, it's been going really well. 
Right now, we're just people have just been coming really fast, and I'm getting a lot of people through my existing people coming. But it's kind of funny. You'll come out to an event and you'll check it out, and then you know I'll get an email from one of your friends. I'm like, okay, I passed Chris's test. He's recommending me his friends now. It, it just always makes me chuckle when it happens. I'm like, but that's you know typical. People come out and try it and go, yeah, you know, I liked it, because people like the flexibility. And what I like about it, I find when there's only 10 people in a room, Chris, is that the conversations get a little deeper. Yeah. Sometimes when we attend a bigger event, I find that people are focused on obtaining clients. So I talk to you until I determine that you're not a client this minute, and all right, there's 28 other people in the room, let me run to the next person and say, you know, we're in the smaller, you know, I'm like, hey, tell me more about this. Or first time I might, you know, have a kind of a quick, you know, okay, you do video, great, you know. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, do you do videos for, you know, for my Facebook page? Can you help me with that? You know, so I find it with smaller people have longer conversations and are trying to get to the next person. Yeah. That's when, you know, really making it um, good. And like I said, um, I get people reaching out, you know, now it's, it's kind of funny, Chris, because we're running out of days. Yeah. So it's, you know, hey, can I host an event? And I've learned to say not yet, not no, because things change and stuff. One of the recent things we're doing is um, we're doing events for people under the age of 35. We're not calling them young professionals, we're not calling them millennials, because everyone has a, you know, I hate that word, you know. So I've now I've just been playing if you're under 35. Because what was happening, Chris, for me, I'm 52, I'm finding that people in my age bracket, when they meet that 26-year-old kid, they're like, I got kids older than you, you know, and it just stops the conversation. But I was looking around the room and I see some really talented people that just need to be with the right people. So I'm like, hey, you know, why don't we just do events just for you guys? So we started that in, in Nashua. We just did our third event in Nashua. It's going very well and now we're expanding into North Andover. But it's finding those decision makers, you know, the people who I see and I'm talking to you going, okay, I know you're going places. You need to be at this event. And it's funny to watch because, you know, the first time they, they, they came because they trusted me. Yeah. And then they're looking around the room and go, okay, we got it now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you want to be with someone in your own generation who you can build referral partners together and grow together. You know, so 20 years from now, when you're my age, you can say, yeah, you know, I've been doing business with Chris. You know, we met when we were in our 20s and now we're in our 50s and we've been doing deals together forever. You know, that's where it's going to go and stuff. And it's really funny to watch it build and stuff. It's wow. kind of cool. Yeah, that's awesome because, yeah, anytime I go to a networking event, I'm usually like the youngest guy by <laughs> like a couple of generations or decades. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and that's right. just it, you know. I mean, depending on what you're doing, I find that a lot of um, my friends who are younger, like yourself, in the financial field, you know, sometimes it's harder, you know, you won't give them a chance. And in your case, you know, maybe it's different because, you know, um, I think some of my, my people my age, you know, see younger people going, oh, he's better at technology. He can do videos. I, I want to talk to the younger guy because yeah. he, he gets it, you know, type of thing. So, you know, but I still see some resistance, you know, people looking for people their age to do business with. Well, this guy's been doing videos for 20 years, you know. It's like, you know, I'm looking at talent. I don't look at age, you know, because I don't think it makes a difference, young, old, whatever. You know, am I confident that you're the right person for the project? And that should be the only thing we get, you know, judged on, but... That's Sometimes great. it doesn't work that way. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I've been to one of your networking events. Yep. I'm going to go through a little bit of what the event's like. I know we kind of looked at where you would want it to go with the sure. 4 and 4. And yeah, so like I said, um, we came over to the event in Manchester at the law firm. So um, we're doing 20 of them plus a month now. And it's always just, you know, it's either at 8 in the morning to 9. And we call it a morning event. We don't call it a breakfast event because when I do, people are looking for bacon and eggs. No bacon and eggs, Chris. Coffee. So um, those eight to nine, and, you know, we start about eight ten. Let everyone speak for a couple minutes, have some open networking. And when I'm looking at the events, Chris, I'm I'm reaching out to people saying, you know, Chris, I want you to come today because this person's in the room. I'm I, I take some you know some people tease me because I really try to focus on getting the right people in the room. Yes, I do make money off of you paying me $20 to come, but at the end of the event, Chris, if you just put your arm around me and going, brother, why did I come today besides you wanted to make 20 bucks? Well, that's the end of our relationship, you know? So I'm looking, you know, and, I, and people will tease me because there's one guy who's called me twice, like, I'm looking at this event, I'm like, no, come next week instead. And he's like, okay, you know, I just asked you to come twice and you told me no twice. 
I'm like, yeah, because next week I have this event and these two people are going to be there who I really like for you. So how about, you know, you just wait and come. So I'm always trying to think, okay, who's in the room and how will they connect with each other so that we're adding value and not just, you know, 10 random people. And I think people appreciate that, you know, because like, I'll just tell you, hey, you know, because I have a few people who are just great connectors. And you're like, okay, why do I want to meet that person? I'm like, trust me, you do, because they get networking. When they meet you, they, they're like me, they go right into, who do I know that you need to know mode? So that makes some great connectors. Because, you know, time and money, you know, it's the most valuable thing. It's, you know, especially if you, you just drove 30 minutes to get to the lunch event, you stayed for an hour, an hour and a half, drove 30 minutes back. Well, I might have just taken two and a half, three hours out of your day. You know, when you're leaving there, I want you to say, I'm glad I came today, not like, oh, I'll never do that again. Yeah. Because that's bad for me and it's bad for everyone else in the room. If they, you don't want to come back. So we focus on that. And like I said, I like the, the format of only 10 people. As I mentioned, the conversations get a little deeper. We see people, you know, especially second, third time I met you. Tell me more about this. Or, hey, you mentioned this, but can you do this too? You know, someone like yourself with web, you know, I find, you know, nobody likes video more than me. You know, I do Facebook almost, every, Facebook Live almost every day. You know, I'm constantly sharing videos because I'm, I, I get really passionate about it to the point where I'm always yelling at you, saying, you know, there's so many people who do what you do. How can you separate yourself? If I can watch your video, see your passion for what you do, share some knowledge with me, I just find a way to separate you from everyone else doing what you do. That's what we need to do. And, you know, and it's funny because I can tell people, Chris, get over it. Because, well, I don't like the way I look, sound, whatever the word, you know, and I'm like, well, Chris, you can't do much about either of those, you know, but get in front of the camera. And I remember the first time I did Facebook Live, one of my friends encouraged me to do it. And I'm like, no way, man, that's scary, you know, because it's live, you know, I mean, I know you can take it down and stuff, but I'm like, what if it goes wrong, you know, what if I say something stupid, you know? But and I did it in the first, first video, it went crazy. I had like 1,500 people look at it. Now I'm averaging about 500 people on every video. And, but it's new people coming out where I encourage you to hit the share button. You know, if you like this, share it. And had happened yesterday, two people I don't know, you know, um, they're Facebook friends, but I joke if they walked in the room right now and kissed me, punched me, and I have no idea who they really were. You know, both of them and I, two people were just saying, hey, I want to talk to you about what you're doing. You know, and they put some opportunities in front of me that may, you know, turn into some business and stuff just because I'm sharing knowledge. And that's why I encourage people, share knowledge. We all have knowledge of whatever we're doing. Just get in front of the camera. Hey, today's tip is this. You know, if you have more questions, reach out to me. It's amazing when you're sharing knowledge what happens. You know, people see you as a resource. And hey, you know, I know this isn't quite in the networking realm, but can you help with this? So, you know, take the time and and get over it. You know, the first couple of times, I'm always joke, you know, people ask, you know, because as you know, I host a radio show, host a cable TV show. People ask, what's the secret? Don't watch your own stuff. Because when you're looking at it, I said, um, you know, did you see how my rolled in my head or whatever? And I'm like, just don't, you know, don't, don't watch every word, uh, listen to, you know, you know, roll your eyes and stuff. You know, and it's funny because I see some videos and, you know, I'll, I find Chris when I try to be intelligent. That's when I mess up. It's just saying, "Hey, Chris, this is," and I'm like, "Well, my friend, dude, you know." And it's just like, "Oh man," I'm like, "That was stupid." Just be yourself. And I tell people, "Be yourself." You know, let your personality show in the videos because that's what's going to attract people to you. Yeah. Really simple. But yeah, I, I definitely, I've seen that plenty of times where I'm talking to someone. I'm like, "You gotta be doing video. You gotta get out there. You gotta <laughs> talk to people." And they're like. Oh, I just don't want to do it. I don't like how I sound, or you know, all the same yeah. reasons right, you yeah. gave me. And I'm like, who cares? Right, yeah. People are watching, hey, how they sound too. Just get yeah. on the video and talk. Yeah, I mean, all kidding aside, when you think about the videos you watch, how many people are stunningly beautiful, you know, great speakers? Most of us are just average looking, average sounding people, but it's the message. It's not that, you know, I don't like the sound of my voice. Was your message solid? And that's why I try to teach people, if you're getting on there, Chris, and being what I call being pure, you're just sharing your knowledge with people with no expectations, people are going to be attracted to you. That's all there is to it. You know, they're going to, hey, you know, I like the knowledge this guy's sharing. I just, you know, hey, it's sharing a tip. I always joke with networking, the hottest part is doing videos without you knowing it's about you. Yeah. Like if something happens at an event, you know, um, like I just did a, a video the other day about not looking at your smartwatch. 
because a lot of us now think we'll be in the street and you do this, you know, and it's like, well, you know, I didn't pull out my phone. But for me, when you look at your watch, because I talk a lot, Chris, so <laughs> I'm honest about it. When you, when you do that, I'm like, Kev, you're doing it again. You, you, you went off on a story for 10 minutes, and Chris is like, oh my God, is he ever going to stop, you know? So once you start looking at your watch, it freezes me. I'm like, oh, I'm doing it. And if you look at it a second time, I just stop talking. I'm like, okay, I talk too much. I'm sorry. Yeah. So yeah, so we're just trying to, you know, just share knowledge of, of things I see happen at networking events. But it's, you know, sometimes something will happen, and I'll bury it for a couple of weeks. Because, you know, if it happens at an event and I go home and I hop on the camera and, you know, like, oh, Kev, I was the guy that showed up late today, so that video is about me, right? Like, no, it's just it's a general knowledge <laughs> thing, you know, just because you were the guy that was five minutes late today, it's, well, actually, it is about you, but no, it's not about you, you know. But, you know, sometimes people just, you know, I always joke, Chris, I say if it was common sense, everyone would have it. Yeah. You know, some people think, well, what's the big deal if I'm always 10, 15 minutes late? I'm busy. You know, it's like, well, it's disrespectful to the people who are sitting in the room waiting for you to arrive so yeah. we can start the event. Because, you know, sometimes I'll drag my feet a little bit. Like, if I know, especially it's your first time coming, you know, you haven't been to the venue, I'm like, I don't want to make, I call it the walk of shame. I don't want to make Chris come in, you know, at 12, 10 and be like, well, we've all already did our commercials and we're eating pizza now, Chris, but why don't you, you know, why don't we stop everything for you to have a minute to speak, you know? Yeah. It just, it's just not, you know, the way we want to do things. So, you know, that's why we're trying to teach people, you know, just be on time. You know, because I have one friend who's great for that. They're constantly late. I'm like, you need to adjust your calendar by 15 minutes because you're, you're constantly 10, 12 minutes late. Leave the office 15 minutes earlier. Problem solved. Yeah. And they're like, well, I'm like, no, you have to do that. Because you got to think about it from a referral standpoint, Chris. If you're late every time you come to an event, how do I refer you? I, I know if you tell someone you're going to meet them at 8, it's going to be 8.15. Yeah. And, you know... Um, I have, I happen to be in the camp, and I don't really like when people are late, because yeah. a lot of times, you know, I'm scheduled, you know, okay, I scheduled an hour to talk to Chris, and now you're coming in at 8.15, now you're, hang on, I just want to go get a cup of coffee, you know, yeah. and it's like, okay, you know, we spent half the time waiting for you to get here and get your coffee that we could have been networking, so just trying to make people be aware of the message they're sending by being late all the time. That's a great tip. Simple stuff. It's all simple. <laughs> yeah. It really is, you know. And so, so when you say, like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's what I like a lot about. Uh, I watch some of your Facebook Live videos yep. and stuff like that. And yeah, it's a lot of just tips like that. You know, don't be late, you know, dress well, you know, stuff like that. It's all simple. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really, like, you know, I don't think there's ever been a tip that I'm like, wow, you know, that's profound. You know, it's. That it's, was deep. Right. Yeah. It's all just like, <laughs> hey, you know, yeah, when you think about it, it just, it's just, it's common sense and stuff, you know. Simple thing like I'm, I'm probably might be guilty of it today, you know, just forgetting business cards because that happened to me. Um, we had an event in, over in Manchester. I'm in the elevator. And I'm walking to the elevator. There's a guy dressed in a suit, you know, so I start talking to him. He tells me what he does. And I'm like, you left those cards in the car, didn't you? And I was hoping he had a card. Of course, he didn't. Opportunity lost, you know, yeah. because um, I gave him my email. And, I mean, is he really going to look me up? Probably not. So just a simple thing of making sure you have cards with you at all times because I'm always teaching people, Chris, that we're always networking. Everything you do in your life, whether you're eating a sandwich down the street, you know, you're cutting someone off in traffic, whatever you're doing yeah. is a reflection of your brand because um, I'm constantly surprised by, you know, I always joke that I'm a C-level celebrity, you know, how often people are like, oh, you're Kevin, you know, and it's like, Okay, that's cool and freaky all at the same time and stuff, you know. <laughs> but, you know, everything you're doing is a reflection, you know. So, you know, have cards with you because you think, oh, I'm just running to the grocery store, you know, to pick up something, you know, for dinner tonight. I'm, you know, I'm not working. I'm like, yeah, you really are and stuff, you know, because I always joke about, you know, I'm not doing that. While guilty of it, I can say I'm really not, but most people are. I'm just, you know, it's Sunday morning, like, hey, I want to run over to the grocery store and get something for breakfast. And you throw on the baseball hat and the sweatshirt and the sweatpants, and you start walking down the aisle, and there's a guy you've been trying to get as a client forever standing right in front of you. It's like, okay, you didn't shave, you didn't shower yet. Yeah. Do you really want to go over with bad breath and everything else? And like, hey, I've been trying to meet you forever. You know, because, and, and I'm, I'm that guy, if I see you at the store like that, I'll, I'll chase you down. 
hey, Chris, how you doing? I haven't seen you in a long time. You know, you're like, yeah, really? Come on, give me a break. I'm just trying to run in and grab some milk and eggs, you know. I don't need you to stop and talk to me and stuff. But it's just, you know, it's teaching people that. You know, my friend has a story. She was driving in traffic. And a guy in a company car, you know, with the name of the company all over it, you know, cut her off, flipped her off, and, you know, and then got pulled over up the street. So there was some justice. But she tells that story all the time, you know, X from Company X did this to me, you know, and it's just like, okay, you know, you're in a company vehicle and you're driving badly or um, yeah. my thing, you know, I'm always trying to talk to people about being cautious about even having lunch. You know, a lot of us like to go to the local tavern to have a burger for lunch. Well, if your car's out in front of the bar and you're a company guy, you know, and his ex is painting and I see your car in front of the bar, I'm like, okay, is he having a couple of beers at lunch? You know, you got to be cautious of that, you know, and I still have people that do have a couple of drinks at lunch. You know, I call it the old school madman style, you know, where you, everyone had drinks for lunch. But you got to remember, you know, that if, if people see your car there, it's like, okay, is that going to hurt your brand? Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But I know I don't want you doing any repairs on my house if I think you had a couple of beers at lunch. You know, I don't want that responsibility and stuff. But just kind of teaching people that, you know, that we're always networking. You know, think about social media. You know, you're out tonight, you know, having a good time with your friends. You want to be seen as a business professional. There you are in pictures at the local tavern that you don't want people sharing. Yeah. But with Facebook, unless you have the controls in place, you know, there you are in the back of the picture, you know, very intoxicated, you know, doing something inappropriate. Yeah. And, you know, that's your image now and stuff. So we're constantly trying to teach people that, that, you know, everything's searchable, you know. And I remember, you know, I, I speak um, at the university about networking. And we're trying to teach the students that we will Google you. And to see what comes up, you know. So it was interesting. I just heard a, a great podcast um, from NPR talking about going in the opposite direction of making sure that it, when when you are being Googled, that everything's positive for like students or whatever. You know, here's here's Chris volunteering at the local food pantry. You know, here's Chris involved in, in a school event versus you know here's Chris you know at, at a keg party. Yeah, you know. So you know, just you know, don't scrub it so there's nothing, but only put up what you know you would want so a potential employer to see. I'm like, I'm like, wow, you know, I'm, I know to be cautious about bad things, but I'm like, makes a lot of sense to emphasize the positive. That's a really good thing. But you know, sometimes like, all right, Chris, this is bad because you got it locked down. So I know there's something that you don't want me to see. Which it could be a red flag too, but instead of just being like, "Hey, I'm not gonna let people tag me and, and share," so simple stuff. That's great tips. <laughs> kind of cool. <laughs> That's impressive. Mm. Cool. So, what we're looking to move in the future? Um, we've kind of touched base on mm. a lot of the things in the past, where we are now. I I see the vid I see the future, and I'm the only one seeing it right now. Um, video networking events. Okay. I want to use the, I want to use your phone and the tablet to do video networking events. Um, in my book, I talked about nothing replaces this, you know, because I can see you when I'm talking. If I'm on the phone with you and I'm rambling on, you're like, and I can't see you rolling your eyes or, you know, checking email or whatever. But the closest I can get to this is video. My biggest challenge, and I think the biggest challenge in networking is time and geography. You know, so I might be doing an event in Massachusetts and you're like, Kevin, no matter how much I love you, I'm not driving, you know, 45 minutes to get to the event. It just doesn't make sense, man. But with video, I can just handpick people that should talk. Saying, all right, Chris, you know, you're doing some video. I got some marketing guys that don't do offer video services. I want you to meet them. They may not be close enough to make sense for you to just meet them for coffee until you look and go, okay. Chris has a skill set we need, they have a need. All right, now it makes sense for you guys to drive. And um, I'm really high on it. And um, I, I use the example, if you remember um, the movie Back to the Future, when Michael J. Fox plays Johnny B. Good on the electric guitar and the kids all stare at him and he goes, yeah. hey, your kids are gonna love that. That's video networking right now. I'm just <laughs> a little ahead of the curve. You know, people like, I see where you're going, I'm just not comfortable with it. I think it's you a really know. good idea. I, I know it just it makes perfect sense to me. You know why do we want to drive? You know we can just eliminate the drive time. We can bang out a 30, 45 minute. You know just hey, I'm gonna hand pick six or seven people. Um, I've been using the Zoom app because I, I took me forever to find something I liked. 
we've mm-hmm. tried lots of different things. We won't mention them by name and, and, and wreck their image or anything. But, you know, it just it failed, you know. And again, it's only as good as the weakest connection. So we have the talk. You're like, okay, Chris, please make sure you're not streaming Netflix in the next room when you're on the Wi-Fi. You know, there's only so much pipe in. I need all the pipe for me, you know. Yeah. And just, you know, because yeah, I know I've done that, you know, where, you know, I'm trying to do something and I'm like, oh, wait, my wife's on, on Netflix right now. It's like, babe, can you pause the movie for a couple minutes so no, I can get this done? Hour, yeah. yeah, you know, so it's just simple stuff. But I, I really see that being the future. The other thing that I think is going really well for different groups is hyper-local networking, really focusing on one town and just doing it well. Because I, I find a lot of people want to do business with their neighbors, you know, so you go to events and, you know, some people might be from your town, other towns. But, you know, I really see that that's getting strong too. people knowing, hey, if I'm buying from Chris, who's literally my neighbor, he lives across the street from me, I'm supporting my community. I see a lot of that too and stuff. But I, videos the future, I just, uh, I'm just not sure it's here yet and stuff. But I'm hoping and I'm pushing it. I think it's going to go, um, it's going to go well with some of my younger audience. I think yeah. they're going to jump on that idea and stuff. So that I can match, you know, people who need to be matched and stuff. So, but hopefully um, sooner rather than later. But I'll let you know how it ends. Because, <laughs> you know, I was excited. Um, I tried a couple of events and, you know, just pe- the attendance just wasn't there. But we'll get it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show with me today. Great. It was a great opportunity. Yeah, I had appreciate a lot it. Of fun. Yeah, Great always. Sense. Cool. Hey, thanks for having me, Chris. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Good. Hello, and welcome to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we are joined with Kevin Willette of Friends with Kevin. Now, networking is like the foundation of any business, especially small businesses. When you just start your business, you need to be exposed to the market. You need to get out there, and people don't even know who you are. They can't buy yourself; they don't even know who you are. So, we're, I brought Kevin onto the show, who does this so well. His entire business is built around networking, getting to know people. Um, just getting himself in a position where he can put people in front of you. So again, I want to thank you guys for watching. Stay tuned. Let's talk a little bit about your past, kind of what led to where you are now. So honestly, so, um, I realized, so what happened, I'm working in the bank, and as my co-worker said, I have that face that people talk to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people come to my office, it's going back seven, eight years ago, I'm scared, you know, this recession's killing me, my business is off, you know, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to lose everything. And I'm sitting there going, well, of course, that's, that's tough, man, it's tough. And then... One day I'm just sitting there going, you know you're supposed to help these people, right? I didn't know how and why and why I was getting this calling. But I'm like, why don't we just start bringing people together? You know, and it was casual. It was once a month. And it was all over the place, to be honest. You know, someone said I'd have 20 people. Someone said I'd have two. And I was about to give up on it. And one of my friends was like, hey, why don't you do the events at night? And I'm like, well, there's other models doing that. But he's like, just do it. So we, we hosted our first night event. We had like 15 people show up. And how it started, it was a little bit different. I was focusing on hosting the events at nonprofits. Because one of our first events was at a place called the Low Wish Project. And they collect furniture and give it to needy families. And my friends come in and they're all doing this. I'm like, Chris, what are you looking at? Dude, why is there so many couches here? I'm like, it's a furniture warehouse my brother. They collect my, oh, man, we thought it was make a wish for dying kids. And we all chuckled. But I'm like, this is, there's something here to this. So, you know, I want to raise awareness of nonprofits. There's so many great causes that no one knows about. You know, you hear, oh, like, I didn't even know they existed. Well, they've only been in business 50 years, so yeah, they're relatively new. So we, we, that's how we started. We would just do all the events at nonprofits. But then a lot of them were small, you know, not much bigger than this room. And you're like, okay, I can't put 30 people in there. So we moved on to other spaces and stuff. But, you know, we, it was really to kind of, you know, just find a way to connect people and to try to, you know, help out some of the nonprofits and stuff. And then it just kind of took a life of its own where it just it became more and more time consuming. And next thing I knew, you know, I'd started a business out of it. And I was friends with Kevin. And three years ago, um, we started New England B2B, focusing more on the commercial. Because what was happening, Chris, is there were so many people coming out to the events and um, they, they were really looking for business to business. So I always blame this one guy. He sells accounting software, costs 25000 
comes out, hey, I heard you're the networking guy, I want to talk to you. Um, I sell a car software, costs 25000 who should I talk to? I smile, I go, I got chicken wings over there, man. And he was like, uh, this wasn't the question. I'm like, well, you know, everyone here is basically small business owners, you know, go have a couple of wings, give me a few minutes to look around the room, give it some thought, but for the most part, most of my friends don't even know what QuickSparkins is, never mind, you know, $25,000. But so what happened, Chris, is I just felt that, you know, hey, I'm turning people away because I'm like, Chris, you can come to an event whenever you want, but your target market's not here. So I'm like, you know what, I, I see an opportunity for business to business focused. And so we started New England B2B and um, that's kind of taken a life of its own. It's, it's only 10 people. It is exclusive per event. So it's, you know, it doesn't conflict with anything else you're doing because you're not joining a chapter or anything. And it's, you know, hey, you want to come, you have to be one of 10 people. It's a $20 fee to come. And, you know, would be the first one in your profession. So why I'm finding it works is the flexibility of it. So you can look and say, hey, you know, I can come this month. Or, no, I can't come for the next two months. That's okay. Just, you know, sign up when you can. Or if you want to go try a different area, you know, come to a different area. And I've, my, my dream is it's me and the host. You know, the left side, the four people on the left have been before and the four people on the right haven't been. So that way, hey, I get to meet you again, Chris, and build that relationship, but we put in some new relationships. The fee that comes, $20, and like I said, um, it's been going really well. Right now, we're just, people have just been coming really fast. And I'm getting a lot of people through my existing people coming. Well, it's kind of funny. You'll come out to an event and you'll check it out. And then, you know, I'll get an email from one of your friends. I'm like, okay, I passed Chris's test. He's recommending me as friends now. It, it just always makes me chuckle when it happens. I'm like, but that's, you know, typical. People come out and try it and go, yeah, you know, I liked it. Because people like the flexibility. And what I like about it, I find when there's only 10 people in a room, Chris, is that the conversations get a little deeper. Yeah. Sometimes when we attend a bigger event, I find that people are focused on obtaining clients. So I talk to you until I determine that you're not a client this minute, and all right, there's 28 other people in the room. Let me run to the next person and say, you know, we're in the smaller, you know, I'm like, hey, tell me more about this. Or first time I might, you know, have a kind of a quick, you know, okay, you do video, great, you know. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, do you do videos for, you know, for my Facebook page? Can you help me with that? You know, so I find it with smaller people have longer conversations and are trying to get to the next person. Yeah. That's when, you know, really making it um, good. And I said, um, I got people reaching out, you know, now it's, it's kind of funny, Chris, because we're running out of days. Yeah. So it's, you know, hey, can I host an event? And I've learned to say not yet, not no, because things change and stuff. One of the recent things we're doing is um, we're doing events for people under the age of 35. We're not calling young professionals, we're not calling millennials, because everyone has a, you know, I hate that word, you know. So I've now I've just been playing if you're under 35. Because what was happening, Chris, for me, I'm 52, I'm finding that people in my age bracket, when they meet that 26-year-old kid, they're like, I got kids older than you, you know, and it just stops the conversation. But I was looking around the room and I see some really talented people that just need to be with the right people. So I'm like, hey, you know, why don't we just do events just for you guys? So we started that in, in Nashua. We just did our third event in Nashua. It's going very well and now we're expanding into North Andover. But it's finding those decision makers, you know, the people I see and I'm talking to you going, okay, I know you're going places. You need to be at this event. And it's funny to watch because, you know, the first time they, they, they came because they trusted me. Yeah. And then they're looking around the room and go, okay, we get it now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you want to be with someone in your own generation who you can build referral partners together and grow together. You know, so 20 years from now, when you're my age, you can say, yeah, you know, I've been doing business with Chris. You know, we met when we were in our 20s and now we're in our 50s and we've been doing deals together forever. You know, that's where it's going to go and stuff. And it's really funny to watch it build and stuff. It's wow. kind of cool. Yeah, that's awesome because, yeah, anytime I go to a networking event, I'm usually like the youngest guy by <laughs> like a couple generations or decades. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and that's right. just it, you know. I mean, depending on what you're doing, I find that a lot of um, my friends who are younger like yourself in the financial field, you know, sometimes it's harder, you know, you won't give them a chance. And in your case, you know, maybe it's different because, you know, um, I think some of my, my people my age, 
you know, see younger people going, oh, he's better at technology. He can do videos. I want to talk to the younger guy because yeah. he, he gets it, you know, type of thing. So, you know, but I still see some resistance, you know, people looking for people their age to do business with. Well, this guy's been doing videos for 20 years, you know, it's like, you know, I'm looking at talent. I don't look at age, you know, because I don't think it makes a difference, young, old, whatever. You know, am I confident that you're the right person for the project? And that should be the only thing we get, you know, judged on. But sometimes it doesn't work that way. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I've been to one of your networking events. Yep. I'm going to go through a little bit of what the event's like. I know we kind of looked at where you would want to go with the sure. 4 and 4 and... Yeah, so like I said, um, we came over to the event in Manchester at the law firm. So um, we're doing 20 of them plus a month now. And it's always just, you know, it's either at 8 in the morning to 9. And we call it a morning event. We don't call it a breakfast event because when I do, people are looking for bacon and eggs. No bacon and eggs, Chris, coffee. So um, those 8 to 9, and, you know, we start about 8, 10. Let everyone speak for a couple minutes, have some open networking. And when I'm looking at the events, Chris, I'm, I'm reaching out to people saying, you know, Chris, I want you to come today because this person's in the room. I'm, I, I take some, you know, some people tease me because I really try to focus on getting the right people in the room. Yes, I do make money off of you paying me $20 to come. But at the end of the event, Chris, if you just put your arm around me and go, brother, why did I come today besides you wanted to make 20 bucks? Well, that's the end of our relationship, you know. So I'm looking, you know, and, I, and people will tease me because there's one guy who's called me twice. Like, I'm looking at this event. I'm like, no, come next week instead. And he's like, okay, you know, I just asked you to come twice and you told me no twice. I'm like, yeah, because next week I have this event and these two people are going to be there who I really like for you. So how about, you know, you just wait and come. So I'm always trying to think, okay, who's in the room and how will they connect with each other so that we're adding value and not just, you know, 10 random people. And I think people appreciate that, you know, because like, I'll just tell you, hey, you know, because I have a few people who are just great connectors. And you're like, okay, why do I want to meet that person? I'm like, trust me, you do, because they get networking. When they meet you, they, they like me to go right into who do I know that you need to know mode. So that makes some great connectors. Because, you know, time and money, you know, it's the most valuable thing. It's, you know, especially if you, you just drove 30 minutes to get to the lunch event, you stayed for an hour, an hour and a half, drove 30 minutes back. Well, I might have just taken two and a half, three hours out of your day. You know, when you're leaving there, I want you to say, I'm glad I came today, not like, oh, I'll never do that again. Yeah. Because that's bad for me and it's bad for everyone else in the room if they, you don't want to come back. So we focus on that. And like I said, I like the, the format of only 10 people, as I mentioned. The conversations get a little deeper. We see people, you know, especially second, third time I met you. Tell me more about this, or hey, you mentioned this, but can you do this too? You know, someone like yourself with web. You know, I find, you know, nobody likes video more than me. You know, I do Facebook almost every, Facebook Live almost every day. You know, I'm constantly sharing videos because I'm, I I get really passionate about it to the point where I'm always yelling at you, saying, you know, there's so many people who do what you do. How can you separate yourself? If I can watch your video, see your passion for what you do, share some knowledge with me, I just find a way to separate you from everyone else doing what you do. That's what we need to do. Yeah. And, you know, and it's funny because I can tell people, Chris, get over it. Because, well, I don't like the way I look, sound, whatever the word, you know, and I'm like, well, Chris, you can't do much about either of those, you know, but get in front of the camera. And I remember the first time I did Facebook Live, one of my friends encouraged me to do it. And I'm like, no way, man, that's scary, you know, because it's live, you know, I mean, I know you can take it down and stuff, but I'm like, what if it goes wrong, you know, what if I say something stupid, you know, but and I did it in the first, first video, it went crazy, I had like 1,500 people look at it. Now I'm averaging about 500 people on every video, and, but it's new people coming out where I encourage you to hit the share button, you know, if you like this, share it, and had happened yesterday, two people I don't know, you know, um, they're Facebook friends, but I joke if they walked in the room right now and kissed me, punched me, and I have no idea who they really were. You know, both of them and I, two people were just saying, hey, I want to talk to you about what you're doing. You know, and they put some opportunities in front of me that may, you know, turn into some business and stuff just because I'm sharing knowledge. And that's why I encourage people, share knowledge. We all have knowledge of whatever we're doing. Just get in front of the camera, hey, today's tip is this. You know, if you have more questions, reach out to me. It's amazing when you're sharing knowledge what happens. You know, people see you as a resource. And hey, you know, I know this isn't quite in the networking realm, but can you help with this? So 
you know, take the time and, and, and get over it. You know, the first couple of times, I'm always joking, you know, people ask, you know, because as you know, I host a radio show, host a cable TV show. People ask, what's the secret? Don't watch your own stuff. Because when you're looking at it, going, I said, um, you know, did you see how my eyes rolled in my head or whatever? And I'm like, just don't, you know, don't, don't watch every word, uh, listen to, you know, you know, roll your eyes and stuff. You know, and it's funny because I see some videos and, you know, I, I find Chris when I try to be intelligent, that's when I mess up. It's just saying, hey, Chris, this is, and I'm like, well, my friend, dude, you know, and it's just like, oh, man, I'm like, that was stupid. Just be yourself. And I tell people, be yourself, you know, let your personality show in the videos. Because that's what's going to attract people to you. Yeah. Really simple. But yeah, I, I definitely, I've seen that plenty of times where I'm talking to someone, I'm like, you got to be doing video, you got to get out there, you got to mm -hmm. talk to people. And they're like, oh, I just don't want to do it, I don't like how I sound, or you know, all the same yeah. reasons right, you yeah. gave me. And I'm like, who cares? Right, yeah. People are watching, hey, how they sound too. Just get yeah. on the video and talk. Yeah, I mean, all kidding aside, when you think about the videos you watch, how many people are stunningly beautiful, you know, great speakers. Most of us are just average looking, average sounding people, but it's the message. It's not that, you know, I don't like the sound of my voice. What's your message solid? And that's what I try to teach people. If you're getting on there, Chris, and being what I call being pure, you're just sharing your knowledge with people with no expectations, people are going to be attracted to you. That's all there is to it. You know, they're going to, hey, you know, I like the knowledge this guy's sharing. I just, you know, hey, it's sharing a tip. I always joke with networking, the hottest part is doing videos without you knowing it's about you. Yeah. Like if something happens at an event, you know, um, like I just did a, a video the other day about not looking at your smartwatch. Because a lot of us now think we'll be in the street and you do this, you know, and it's like, well, you know, I didn't pull up my phone. But for me, when you look at your watch, because I talk a lot, Chris, so I'm honest about it. When you, when you do that, I'm like, Cap, you're doing it again. You, you, you went off on a story for 10 minutes, and Chris is like, oh my God, is he ever going to stop? You know. So once you start looking at your watch, it freezes me. I'm like, oh, I'm doing it. And if you look at it a second time, I just stop talking. I'm like, okay, I talk too much. I'm sorry. Yeah. So yeah, so we're just trying to you know, just share knowledge of, of things I see happen at networking events. But it's, you know, sometimes something will happen, and I'll bury it for a couple of weeks. Because, you know, if it happens at an event and I go home and I hop on the camera and, you know, like, oh, Kev, I was the guy that showed up late today, so that video is about me, right? Like, no, it's just it's a general knowledge <laughs> thing, you know, just because you were the guy that was five minutes late today, it's, well, actually, it is about you, but no, it's not about you, you know. But, you know, sometimes people just, you know, I always joke, Chris, I say if it was common sense, everyone would have it. Yeah. You know, some people think, well, what's the big deal if I'm always 10, 15 minutes late? I'm busy. You know, it's like, well, it's disrespectful to the people who are sitting in the room waiting for you to arrive so yeah. we can start the event. Because, you know, sometimes I'll drag my feet a little bit. Like, if I know, especially it's your first time coming, you know, you haven't been to the venue, I'm like, I don't want to make, I call it the walk of shame. I don't want to make Chris come in, you know, at 1210 and be like, well, we've all already did our commercials and we're eating pizza now, Chris, but why don't you, you know, why don't we stop everything for you to have a minute to speak, you know? Yeah. It just, it's just not, you know, the way we want to do things. So, you know, that's why we're trying to teach people, you know, just be on time. You know, because I have one friend who's great for that. They're constantly late. I'm like, you need to adjust your calendar by 15 minutes because you're, you're constantly 10, 12 minutes late. Leave the office 15 minutes earlier. Problem solved. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm like, no, you have to do that. Because you got to think about it from a referral standpoint, Chris. If you're late every time you come to an event, how do I refer you? I, I know if you tell someone you're going to meet them at 8, it's going to be 8.15. Yeah. And, you know... Um, I have, I happen to be in the camp, and I don't really like when people are late, because yeah. a lot of times, you know, I'm scheduled, you know, okay, I scheduled an hour to talk to Chris, and now you're coming in at 8.15, now you hang on, I just want to go get a cup of coffee, you know, yeah. and it's like, okay, you know, we spent half the time waiting for you to get here and get your coffee that we could have been networking, so just trying to make people be aware of the message they're sending by being late all the time. That's a great tip. Simple stuff. It's all simple. <laughs> yeah. It really is, you know. And so, so when you say, like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's what I like a lot about. Uh, I watch some of your Facebook Live videos yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah, it's a lot of just tips like that. You know, don't be late. You know, 
press well, you know, stuff like that. It's all simple. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really like you know, I don't think there's ever been a tip that I'm like, wow, you know, that's profound. You know, it's that was it's, deep. Right. Yeah. It's all just like, <laughs> hey, you know, yeah. When you think about it, it's just it's it's common sense and stuff. You know, simple thing like I'm I'm probably might be guilty of it today. You know, just forgetting business cards because that happened to me. Um, we had an event in, over in Manchester. I'm in the elevator. I'm walking to the elevator, there's a guy dressed in a suit, you know, so I start talking to him, tells him what he does, and I'm like, you left those cards in the car, didn't you? And I was hoping he had a card, of course he didn't. Opportunity lost, you know, yeah. because um, I gave my email, and I'm like, is he really going to look me up? Probably not. So just a simple thing of making sure you have cards with you at all times, because I'm always teaching people, Chris, that we're always networking. Everything you do in your life, whether you're eating a sandwich down the street, you know, you're cutting someone off in traffic, whatever you're doing yeah. is a reflection of your brand because um, I'm constantly surprised by, you know, I always joke that I'm a C-level celebrity, you know, how often people are like, oh, you're Kevin, you know, and it's like, okay, that's cool and freaky all at the same time and stuff, <laughs> you know, but, you know, everything you're doing is a reflection, you know, so, you know, have cards with you because you think, oh, I'm just running to the grocery store, you know, to pick up something, you know, for dinner tonight. I'm, you know, I'm not working. I'm like, yeah, you really are and stuff, you know, because I always joke about, you know, I'm not doing that. While guilty of it, I can say I'm really not, but most people are. I'm just, you know, it's Sunday morning, like, hey, I want to run over to the grocery store and get something for breakfast. And you throw on the baseball hat and the sweatshirt and the sweatpants, and you start walking down the aisle, and there's a guy you've been trying to get as a client forever standing right in front of you. It's like, okay, you didn't shave, you didn't shower yet. Yeah. Do you really want to go over with bad breath and everything else? And like, hey, I've been trying to meet you forever. You know, because, and, and I'm, I'm that guy, if I see you at the store like that, I'll, I'll chase you down. Hey, Chris, how you doing? I haven't seen you in a long time. You know, you're like, yeah, really? Come on, give me a break. I'm just trying to run in and grab some milk and eggs, you know. I don't need you to stop and talk to me and stuff. But it's just, you know, it's teaching people that. You know, my friend has a story. She was driving in traffic. And a guy in a company car, you know, with the name of the company all over it, you know, cut her off, flipped her off, and, you know, and then got pulled over up the street. So there was some justice. But she tells that story all the time, you know, X from Company X did this to me, you know, and it's just like, okay, you know, you're in a company vehicle and you're driving badly or um, yeah. my thing, you know, I'm always trying to talk to people about being cautious about even having lunch. You know, a lot of us like to go to the local tavern to have a burger for lunch. Mm -hmm. Well, if your car's out in front of the bar and you're a company guy, you know, and it's X's, X's painting and I see your car in front of the bar, I'm like, okay, is he having a couple beers at lunch? You know, you got to be cautious of that, you know, and I still have people that do have a couple of drinks at lunch. You know, I call it the old school madman style, style, you know, where you, everyone had drinks for lunch. But you got to remember, you know, that if, if people see your car there, it's like, okay, is that going to hurt your brand? Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But I know I don't want you doing any repairs on my house if I think you had a couple of beers at lunch. You know, I don't want that responsibility and stuff, but just kind of teaching people that, you know, that we're always networking. You know, think about social media. You know, you're out tonight, you know, having a good time with your friends. You want to be seen as a business professional. And there you are in pictures at the local tavern that you don't want people sharing. Yeah. But with Facebook, unless you have the controls in place, you know, there you are in the back of the picture, you know, very intoxicated, you know, doing something inappropriate. Yeah. And, you know, that's your image now and stuff. So we're constantly trying to teach people that, that, you know, everything's searchable, you know. And I remember, you know, I, I speak um, at the university about networking. And we're trying to teach the students that we will Google you. And to see what comes up, you know. So it was interesting. I just heard a, a great podcast um, from NPR talking about going in the opposite direction of making sure that it, when when you are being Google that everything's positive for like students or whatever. You know, here's here's Chris volunteering at the local food pantry. You know, here's Chris involved in, in, in a school event versus you know here's Chris you know at, at a keg party. Yeah, you know. So you know, just you know, don't scrub it so there's nothing, but only put up what you know you would want a potential employer to see. I'm like, I'm like, wow, you know, I'm, I know to be cautious about bad things, but I'm like, makes a lot of sense to emphasize the positive. That's a really good thing. Where you know sometimes like, all right, Chris, this is bad because you got it locked down. So I know there's something that you don't want me to see. Which it could be a red flag too, but instead of just being like, "Hey, I'm not gonna let people tag me and, and share," so simple stuff. That's great tips. <laughs>
Kind of cool. That's impressive. Mm. Cool. So what are we looking to move in the future? Um, we've kind of touched base on mm. a lot of the things in the past, where we are now. I, I see the vid- I see the future, and I'm the only one seeing it right now. Um, video networking events. Okay. I want to use the, I want to use your phone and the tablet to do video networking events. Um, in, in my book, I talked about nothing replaces this, you know, because I can see you when I'm talking. If I'm on the phone with you and I'm rambling on, you like, and I can't see you rolling your eyes or you know checking email or whatever. But the closest I can get to this is video. My biggest challenge, and I think the biggest challenge in networking is time and geography. You know, so I might be doing an event in Massachusetts, and you're like, Kevin, no matter how much I love you, I'm not driving, you know, 45 minutes to get to the event. It just doesn't make sense, man. But with video, I can just handpick people that should talk. Saying, all right, Chris, you know, you're doing some video. I got some marketing guys that don't do offer video services. I want you to meet them. They may not be close enough to make sense for you to just to meet them for coffee until you look and go, okay. Chris has a skill set we need, they have a need. All right, now it makes sense for you guys to drive. And um, I'm really high on it. And um, I, I use the example, if you remember, um, the movie Back to the Future, when Michael J. Fox plays Johnny B. Good on the electric guitar and the kids all stare at him and he goes, yeah. hey, your kids are gonna love that. That's video networking right now. I'm just a little ahead of the curve. You know, people like, I see where you're going. I'm just not comfortable with it. I think it's you a know. good idea. I, I know. It just it makes perfect sense to me. You know, why do we want to drive? You know, we can just eliminate the drive time. We can bang out a 30, 45 minute, you know, just say, hey, I'm going to handpick six or seven people. Um, I've been using the Zoom app because it took me forever to find something I liked. We've mm-hmm. tried lots of different things. We won't mention them by name and, and, and wreck their image. Or anything. But, you know, it just it failed, you know. And, again, it's only as good as the weakest connection. So we have the talk. You're like, okay, Chris, please make sure you're not streaming Netflix in the next room when you're on the Wi-Fi. You know, there's only so much pipe in. I need all the pipe for me, you know. Yeah. And just, you know, because yeah, I know I've done that, you know, where, you know, I'm trying to do something. And I'm like, oh, wait, my wife's on, on Netflix right now. It's like, can you pause the movie for a couple minutes so I can get this done? Yeah, you know, so just simple stuff. But I I really see that being the future. The other thing that I think is going really well for different groups is hyper-local networking, really focusing on one town and just doing it well. Because I, I find a lot of people want to do business with their neighbors, you know, so you go to events and, you know, some people might be from your town, other towns. But, you know, I really see that that's getting strong to people knowing, hey, if I'm buying from Chris, who's literally my neighbor, he lives across the street from me, I'm supporting my community. I see a lot of that, too, and stuff. But I, video's the future. I just, uh, I'm just not sure it's here yet and stuff. But I'm hoping and I'm pushing it. I think it's going to um, go well with some of my younger audience. I think yeah. they're going to jump on that idea and stuff so that I can match, you know, people who need to be matched and stuff. So, but... Hopefully, um, sooner rather than later, but I'll let you know how it ends. Because, <laughs> you know, I was excited. Um, I tried a couple of events, and, you know, just pe- the attendance just wasn't there. But we'll get it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, uh, thank you so much for being on the show with me today. Great. It was a great opportunity. Yeah, I had appreciate a lot it. of fun. Yeah, Thanks always. Much. Cool. Hey, thanks for having me, Chris. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Good.